The bar is open. I'm Jack. And I'm Daiquiri. Welcome back to the Jack and Daiquiri Show. On this week's episode, we are drinking vermouth spritzes, girls. That sounds like a Harry Potter drink. It does. And we're <laughs> drinking them out of Dixie cups. <laughs> you which, would have to talk about the Dixie Which sounds cups. like the University of Alabama. <laughs> Roll Tide. Cheers. Cheers. God save the queen. <laughs> the queen's dead. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Oh, God. No, you shouldn't have said that. I didn't take a sip yet. Is it bad? Well, I don't like it. Mm. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> we'll get to it at Jack and Daiquiri Review. <laughs> How have you been? <laughs> Yo, um, I've been good. Um, I'm trying to think. We just had the holiday this past weekend. So we had three dogs at the house. Oh, wow. Because my girlfriend, her nanny family went out of town. So we watched their dog. So we had the Rottweiler, a Yorkie, and a Beagle all in the house. Jesus Christ. Um, the Beagle, we learned. Beagles think, are loud. She's extremely loud. Uh-huh. You walk in the house and she would like howl. Mm-hmm. But also we learned she's food aggressive. She's the only dog in her house. So like I gave Athena. Mm-hmm. A treat and like she Athena likes to eat it but then like drop it on the ground and pick it up so she did that Rosie ran up to her and bit Athena like right on the face to like back up and then Athena was like you know goes to get her back and I was like no and Athena was like damn and I was like okay good but she knew like not to go too far but at the same time like we don't raise no bitches in my house down so she's like you gonna hit me I'm gonna hit you back so we learned that like she was just a little food aggressive she got she went at Athena once and then she went at Ollie three times wow yeah so that we basically were like doing dog duty two times a day because yeah. we'd be like feed her feed them her outside them outside like it was kind of a, not fun. a lot but it was just different yeah um we're remodeling our bathroom right now wow so we are in the paint uh paint process right now um got paint today and then i over the holiday redid my basement so i have like a couch now, as well as my office is set up. Got you. So yeah, it's been a lot of house things. Um, work has been great. They actually, I don't remember if I talked about it last time we were here, but they want me to take a leadership role oh, within wow. our team. So, you know, a couple months being there and they're already like, Hey, mm-hmm. you need to lead this group. I'm like, sweet. So um, everything's good. And football is back. <laughs> football is back. I had my fantasy draft on Monday. Um, not going to talk too much shit before the season starts, but I'm thinking it's going to be a repeat of mm-hmm. another championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, football's back tonight, man. Uh, Bills and Rams. Well, touchdown. Touchdown, yeah. Um. <laughs> and Daiquiri's going to so many football games this year. He wants to watch all of me. Already told me. Oh, I, I wasn't aware excited. of that. Uh-huh. He's, ex- he's excited yeah, to watch field some goal. football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running back. Linebacker, <laughs> tight end. <laughs> How have you been? Um, so better than last time we met. Um, I was riddled with anxiety and stress. I believe mm. last time we spoke to one another, I had just come off of an emotional breakdown. Um, things tend to get better. Like you just sort of figure it out, and you stop being such a little bitch. Maybe I'm talking about myself, and you're just like, this is what I'm hired to do. This is what they've told me I'm doing. Uh I know my deficiencies. What the fuck am I going to do about it? So 
Right now, I am not only coming to work an hour early, I am staying after work about a smooth 40, 45 minutes every day just to make sure that I have everything in place and things are well organized and I'm giving myself time to plan out, okay, what does this look like? Different things like that. I um, So you're getting there an hour earlier than you already were? No. So I still just get there. at So work starts at 8 o'clock. I get there at 7 o'clock. Okay. Um, and spend the whole hour just making, you know, make, printing copies, making sure my desks are straight and pencils so you're are sharp at like 530. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's what that's, that's normal. That's me anyway. You know yeah. that. Like, I'm already up at the crack of dawn. So, like, for me, getting up early and going to work, it's like, well, what else am I going to do with my time? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I might as well. The staying late after work thing is new for me only because I. As a, like, anti-capitalist, I struggle with doing work off the clock. (laughs) Um, I struggle with doing labor for jobs if I'm not being paid to do it. Yeah. But at a certain point, for me, it's not really about the money. It's about, like, I actually just like doing this kind of work and I want to be good at it. So I need to put in some extra time. So Mm. doing that, like, planning with different people, asking people, hey, like, do you have data on this? Can I watch? Can I, I, like, talk to one of the older one of the upperclassmen teachers today, and I was like, hey, can I come observe how you're doing this tomorrow? Like, just trying to actually use my resources that yeah. are in the building instead of just like, I don't know what to do. Like, so stupid. So I do feel a little bit better in that regard. Um, my father came and visited uh, over the weekend, and I knew going into it, <laughs> it was going to be some mess. Um, my parents are on the precipice of a divorce right now, which is like, uh, I believe at any age is very challenging for the kids. Like, it's always like, okay, like you niggas have been together my entire life and now you're just not going to be odd. Right. Even though I've been advocating for them to get a divorce for the past seven, eight years, it's still a different thing seeing it in person and, and like watching my mom, like, be devastated every time I go over. Like, right. it's that's the hardest piece of it is like kind of watching her really go through the ringer there. And so he called me in Long Island like two weeks ago and was like, Hey, I want to come by and I want to visit and I want to like cook or whatever else. And I was apprehensive about it only because the last time that my father decided that he wanted to take me in Long Island out for dinner was the day he told us <clears throat> that he was leaving. <laughs> Is that when y'all went to... Um... Was, we went to fucking Wasabi. Yeah. And he told us, me and your mom are separating. I have to... I'm gonna... So I'm gonna get an apartment and then I'm gonna leave. And we were both like, okay. <laughs> like, Shit. we were both grown adults at that point in time. So it was just kind of like, okay, like that's... that's Still hearing it though. It's just like... It's okay. a kind of a you know, bunch. Yeah. And you know the relationship that I have with my father and like kind of watching watching how he has treated my mom over the past several years. I'm like, oh, God, like you you just don't want to do right. So he came, <clears throat> he came over, I guess, Friday evening and um, he got a hotel. <laughs> oh, wow. Because my mom told him to get a hotel. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean... And then she got a hotel. (laughs) Because she was like, I don't want to be around you. (laughs) And I don't have to be. So, I called him Saturday morning. can you explain that? Sure. So... (laughs) Because she got a house. 
She has a house, but she did not want to be in the same house as him. And he was coming over to cook us food. Oh, I see now. So my mom wanted no parts. Got it. So she had told me in advance, hey, I'm not going to be around when your dad gets there. And I said, that's fine. Fuck that nigga. You know, not as my father, but as your raggedy ass husband. No, fuck him. You know, like, (laughs) I don't have a problem. He's a bastard, man. He's a shit husband. He really is. So I knew that she wasn't going to be there. Uh And I was like, stay gone. It's fine. Like, he can hack it for a day. (laughs) <laughs> without you having to be around and cooking food for all, all of us and things like that. So okay. he call, I called him the morning of. This was Sunday morning. I said, hey, what's our plan? What, you, what time do you want me and Long Island to be there? Um, you know, what's, the, what's on the menu? What's the vibe? He's like, oh, well, your mom doesn't want to participate in any of this. And I think you know why. <laughs> like, nigga, you know why. It's like, what? Oh, why? Like, you know, <laughs> because you're not, first off, you're not about to put it on my mom. Like, she's the reason why shit is weird. You wanted the divorce. Yeah. You're getting a divorce. Eat it. This is what divorce looks like, nigger. The family is broken up a little bit. Like, that's just kind of how it works. And number two, we've been doing Sunday dinner without you for years. And mom doesn't complain about your dad doesn't want to participate. Bro, that's interesting. I didn't, I might have known you did Sunday dinner, but I remember my parents, I remember when they started to like drift apart. Mm Mm-hmm we would always do Sunday dinners. Like we'd come home from church uh-huh, and literally uh-huh. have to sit at our dining room table that we never use. Got you. And like all eat dinner as a family. And it would just be like, we're literally doing this because we're supposed to. Like it's not because yeah. we want to. It's literally yeah, yeah. Like we're being forced to eat dinner, right? But I just found that interesting. Continue your story. Sorry. Well, we got Sunday. We started Sunday dinner like I would say solidly after me and my partner moved in together at McKendry. Mm. Um, so... Because I wasn't finna show up every day. You know, I right. stayed out of me in Long Island. I stayed in the house the longest. Okay. Long Island ran away from home at 16. Um, I stayed until I was 24. Oh, 23, wow. 24. So, okay. you know, there was a thing of like, well, this is how we're going to get the whole family, you know, to interact with one another. So we do Sunday dinners. And not every, not every week does everybody actually show up. But I show up every single week. You know how I am about my mom. Like, I tell you every Wednesday, you might as well not even try to hang out because I'm at my mom's. Yeah. Sunday evenings, same thing. I'm like, do not disturb. I'm with my mama. You know right. what I mean? So, for me, Sunday dinners, I'm like, I'm going to see my mom. I don't really give a fuck if my dad's there or not because the nigga hasn't been there since we started doing Sunday dinners. Fair. Like, at all. So, for me, I'm like, oh, like, I want to see my dad. <clears throat> my mom won't be there. That's okay. She can take a, the week off. It's yeah. like, you know, fine. So, he was like audibly upset that my mom what like wasn't around um i don't particularly know <laughs> why um because again you wanted the divorce look is your is your dad like how your brothers are explain i'm just saying like i know niggas because i am or Are you asking if my dad niggas? is a nigga? Yes, he is. Okay, because I feel like he's probably like, hey, girl, like, I'm coming back. Like, why are you being so weird? It's very that energy. <laughs> so but my dad has a master's degree, and so it the language is different. He's uh, like, 
he uses big academic words sometimes and okay. he has a very robotic way of talking, but it's still very niggardly. It's still very like, <laughs> okay, hey, mom, coming to the house, shawty, you feel me? I'm That's what make I... food for the kids. You yeah. Feel? It's very that. So this <laughs> okay. is what I'm saying. It's very, it's very, it's very Tyler presents, Tyler Perry presents Dakery Jones. Like oh, it was damn. very, <laughs> it was fucked. So okay. he calls me irritated or we're talking on the phone. He's irritated because you know, your mom doesn't want to participate. I said, mm. okay, <laughs> you let me know. When I can come over, and I'll let, I'll call Long Island so he can gra- rather his uh, wrangle his kids up, uh-huh. and we can come to the house. So then, I tried to call mom. Side, wait, side note. Go ahead. Your your dad still has a key to that house. Yeah, and my mom hasn't changed the locks. Okay. Which for me, <laughs> you moved out. <laughs> you don't live here anymore. <laughs> There's a vacancy. You don't <laughs> live here anymore. Like I. Get out. <laughs> if you want to come over after you moved out, ring the doorbell. Right. Nigger. That's where I was confused. I was like, wait, if she's not there, but he's going to be there, how did... And that was the only thing. And I'm, I'm going to get to the contradictions between my parents because it's weird shit going on. Uh-huh. So I called my mom and then we laughed about my father. Oh my God. Because I was like, he's being dumb. He's yeah. acting like he needs you to be there. And he's also acting like it's your fault. This is weird. <laughs> He's acting like my mom is the reason why they're even splitting up. I'm like, it has everything to do with you. My right. mom hasn't done anything, right? I think that's just a, um, I don't want to say, I think it is all men. I think I think it is. we're very in the moment. And like one moment you'll be like, well, I'm done. I want a divorce. And really you don't want that. Right. But in the heat of the moment you say it and you can't really take that back. You can't. And I think my, my, my pops did the same type of deal. I think he was very, I want a family and that all looks good on paper. Yeah. 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 But like my pops is a very, like not even secluded, like he's a people person, but like when he's home, he wants to be like by himself. Like yeah. he would chill in his room by himself. Mm-hmm. Like we, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole family dinner thing to me, I always feel like that's almost a like last call before everything's over with mm. because we never did that shit growing up like me and my siblings we all ate together obviously yeah. but like my pops would always be in his room my mom would like eat after we all had eaten or yeah. like in the living room like you know what i'm t- saying mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. just interesting dynamics and it, and it really is like so i had called mom we we kind of chuckled about it i told her like you know you stay out for as long as you feel like you need to we're not, a, I'm not upset with you. Cause she texted me and was like, you know, I'm sorry that I'm not going to be there. And I was like, mom, like you already told me that you weren't like, yeah. I, nobody's mad at you, whatever. And then I called Long Island, my brother, and we started laughing about the whole thing. And my brother, Long Island was like, you gonna have to repeat all this shit. Cause she was, he was like, I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, oh no, it's messy as fuck. He was like, what do you mean? They both got hotels. What do you mean? Like dad is mad that mom's not there. He was like, isn't, aren't they getting a divorce? <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, right? And my mom- It makes you think y'all are tripping when you're not at all. It's crazy. <laughs> Being a grown adult and yeah. your parents are getting divorced is like, you niggas are weird. Like you niggas are <laughs> acting funny, you know? So I told, I told Long Island, like, this is the situation just so you don't walk in and the vibe is weird and you don't know why. Exactly. Um, and we just kind of talked about, like, you know, our parents and, like, what we expect of them and, you know, different things like that. But I was like, you know, if that's our dad. I love my dad. Like, I, I like spending time with him now. 
I don't need either one of my, I don't need both of my parents to be around to have fun with either of them individually. Right. So I don't really give a shit about my mom not being there. That's her fucking house. That's her prerogative. Be gone if you want to. I don't give a shit. I go out and see her twice a week. What the fuck do I, take a Sunday off, nigga, I don't care. Yeah. So I go over there. I'm on my way over there. And my mom calls me and goes, hey, can you pick up some hot dogs? I'm at the house. And I said, <laughs> sure. I was about to say, oh, she about to get grill at the hotel? I said, sure, mom. I pick it. She's at the house. She didn't stick to her guns. Right. Which pissed me off. Because I feel like, I, was, I feel like, I don't, see, I, I don't feel like it should piss you off just because <clears throat> in that moment, Especially, I think all mothers, but especially black mothers, they do. They will make themselves uncomfortable to make everybody else comfortable. They will. And in that moment, your mom was like, "Okay, I'm gonna have all my kids, grandkids as well, grandkids right? as well, all in the house. There's only one person there I can't stand. I'll, I'll make eat it, it. I'll make it work. You're for so right. The couple of hours, and we spoke about it." On this past Wednesday, Mm -hmm. yesterday, and I told her, I was like, I kind of thought that you should have stayed out. I was like, you know, I was kind of disappointed to see that you came back. She was like, this is my family we're talking about here. She was like, y'all are my kids. Those are my grandkids. She was like, I couldn't. She was like, I felt bad leaving y'all back. And I was like, I get that. At the same time, I'm like, dad don't feel bad when he's, you know what I mean? Like, my dad's been gone for seven years. He's been in and out of, he's moved in, he's moved out twice. I'm sorry, oh. moved out three times, moved back in twice. So, and that's over the, course, over the course of seven years. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Dad doesn't feel bad about not participating, so I'm like, neither the fuck should you. You know, that's just, my, my thoughts of it are, damn, it sucks that there's a double standard in society where, where women, black women, feel bad about, quote unquote, leaving their family behind. Mm. Black men don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Yeah. Like, it's a passing thought. It's something you may feel bad about in the moment, but, you know, it's fleeting. So, I went over there. I was the first person over there. <clears throat> it was strange. Because <laughs> no one was there besides you? It was me, my mama, and my dad. Oh. 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 They were both just there, right? She came back to the house. They were like, kiki, ha, ha, hee, hee, ha, ha, the whole time, making jokes with one another. But then he would step out of the house. My mom and I would cut our eyes at one another. And I would be like, girl, I thought I told you to stay gone longer. And I literally said that. I was like, girl, I would have stayed gone longer, way longer than that. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. It was weird and it was tense. And so kind of feeling. And I told myself when I went over there, I was like, I'm going to let it be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I am not. Because I'm the son who... I try to fill in the uncomfortable spaces, the yeah. awkward pauses. I try to crack a joke, change the subject or whatever. And I said, no, I'm not uncomfortable here. You niggas are. Yeah. So I'll just sit here when it gets quiet and just let it be quiet and you niggas feel however you feel. So they were laughing and making jokes. Then Long Island and his family came over and it was literally, Jack, this was so odd, like... I could have closed my eyes and felt like it was 10 years ago and we were like a tight-knit family again. It, it was so... That's cool, though. It made me feel good, but then I think about, oh, well, this is... It's a farce. I'm like, two of you are putting up 
like a, a, a facade yeah. so that all of us can feel comfortable. And I'm like, we really don't need you to lie to yourselves or to us or to put on airs so that we're comfortable. Me and Long Island are goofy as fuck. You've never seen my brother and I together. We, we light up any social setting. Uh-huh. We're both goofy as fuck. Yeah. His kids are hilarious. My nephew is two years old now. The little nigga has an extensive vocabulary. Um, what, he likes to throw dirt. And I'm the uncle who lets the grand... Like, I let, I let my nieces and nephew just do whatever. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, we're throwing dirt? Give me some. <laughs> so a nigga, little, little nigga was outside throwing dirt, throwing mud. And I was like, can I have some? And uh-huh. then we were throwing mud outside. Because <laughs> I'll change them. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. whatever. So it was, it was a good family visit. But there was constantly this like, huh. <laughs> when does it pop off? Uh, like when will it get to the like we're throwing dishes and cursing one another out because it was still tense yeah but i feel like maybe both of them as well i mean i don't know for sure but maybe they're already past that you know what i'm saying like that's that's not gonna do anything like it is what it is yeah well we'll have to see for the divorce to get finalized too like Mm -hmm. i feel like once all the papers are signed and you know once They've sold the house whenever the fuck that's supposed to happen. I do feel like their dynamics will change pretty drastically because yeah. my mom has told me several times, like, you know, I love your dad. That's my that's one of my best friends, whatever. But she was like, I can't really I don't know that I can put up with him just like dogging me out because, mm, you know, there's an infidelity issue with my dad. OK, he'd been che- he has been cheating on my mom for like seven years. Oh, yeah. At least. Yeah, you remember you telling me that. There's a constant infidelity issue with, between, with, with him. And the girl we know lives not far from our home. Mm-hmm. Not going to say where she lives. Uh, she works not far from me. Not I was going to say, not gonna say yeah. where she works. Yeah. Um, but my mom was like, I don't even think he came back to see us. And I was like, no shade. Me the fuck neither. It was a three-day weekend. Oh. Him... And that girl, I'm sorry, me and that girl have a very similar work schedule. Wink, wink. My day's off for her day's off. I forgot about all of that, man. So it's very interconnected. So, and my dad is sly. Like my so dad you think is, he could come here on some, oh, I'm here to see y'all, but really it was. You got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You can come in on Friday evening. You already got a hotel. You don't got to show up to my mama house until 3 p.m. or whatever the black fuck it was because she had already prepped pork steaks for his black ass on Friday evening. Let's say you spend all of Saturday with your lady friend. Mm -hmm. You spend half of you spend the first half of Sunday with your lady friend, the second half with your family. You spend the first half of Monday with your lady friend, the second half going back home. It's not that hard. Damn. So I don't. The thing about my dad is that he'll say that he wants to come and see us. He wants to spend time with his family. And I'm like, I am not stupid. And I'm incredibly cynical. I don't actually believe most of the shit my dad says. I just don't call him on it anymore because it's none of my goddamn business. You know what I mean? Like, my dad being a lying piece of shit don't actually affect me anymore because he's not lying directly to me. Yeah. And the shit that he's doing is not affecting me anymore because I'm I'm no longer financially dependent upon my parents. Does that make sense? 100%. So I'm kind of like, okay, do whatever. That's between you and the Lord. (laughs) 
If you are doing all those things, I'm sure there's fire and brimstone on the other end of that, but that don't got nothing to do with me, uh-huh. right? He probably thinks I'm going to hell for being gay. You know, li- <laughs> live and let burn in yeah. hell, <laughs> you know? So it was it was an interesting weekend, to say the least. Um, it's not, Oh! That is some... What? I'm so sorry that this is a long... How are you? I did shrooms this weekend. <laughs> Yeah! Oh my god, I completely forgot that I did shrooms! How was it? Honestly, it was so much fun! So, can you break down what... Is it an actual mushroom? It is... I had a bag of shriveled up mushrooms Uh that I got from my weed dealer. Okay. And Um, you eat them? Now, you can eat them. My drug dealer told me directly, do not eat them raw, because they're gross. Uh, his words uh, explicitly verbatim were, "It tastes. they taste like feet. Don't eat them. Okay. So I did the shrooms with my homegirl, and she put them in a mango smoothie. So she blended them up with mango and uh, agave nectar and honey. Okay. And we drank it. And so it was like a little like drinky doodle do edible How long did thing. it take to take? 30 minutes. Oh, damn. We probably did. I feel like that's quick. It is. Okay. We probably did, because I've done weed edibles that take an hour to kick in. Yeah. Hour and a half to kick in. Yeah. We did those shrooms, and so we got 3.5 grams worth of shrooms. We both did one gram. So we didn't even do the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? This I still have leftover shrooms. So we wanted to do a smaller amount at first because I didn't, I wanted to like it. I wanted to have a good trip and wanted to want to do it again. I thought, well, if we do the whole bitch, I'm now going to start seeing people with three heads. Mm -hmm. The walls are going to start moving, and I'm going to have a panic attack. And then I won't want to do shrooms ever again. Yeah. So we both agreed with that. We did a gram. We did probably, we we probably drank those smoothies at like 1.30 p.m. This was on Saturday. At 2 o'clock, my legs started feeling very odd. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My legs were like, oh, is that laughing gas? (laughs) Like... (laughs) strange feeling that that is in my legs and so like i do a thing whenever it's a new high where i'm like i'm not gonna say anything (laughs) like i'm just gonna sit and let it rock or whatever so we played this game cuphead which we've been playing for ages now we watched the show and in between episodes of watching cuphead the show which is on netflix we would check in with one another and she would be like so are you feeling it and i was like oh no i'm getting high currently (laughs) so it started in my legs and then it kind of just worked its way through my entire body. And we started talking about autism. <laughs> okay. We just started talking about autism. And then I blinked and two hours had passed. Oh. And then I tried to get up off the couch and I felt like my legs didn't work correctly. <laughs> I stood up and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to fall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So I was high as fuck off the shrooms. I nice. can I can report zero hallucinations. Okay. Um, no, like it's not what TV makes you think. It's not what TV makes you think, and that might be because we didn't do a full dosage. Like we only did a gram. Mm. I'm sure if we did more, the next time we are going to do more. But it wasn't like this. Like, oh my god, I'm getting connected with my inner self, and I am yeah. seeing. I, was, I honestly. And I'm not saying this bad. We literally, this was our objective. Because uh, we said before we drank them, I was like, I want to be underwhelmed. I was like, I'd rather be underwhelmed by the experience. Right. And want to do more next time 
than be completely overwhelmed <laughs> and be like, oh, bitch, I need to go to a psychiatrist right <laughs> now. So I was honestly underwhelmed because I've had weed gummies and weed, you know, edibles in general mm-hmm. that were like way stronger. However, it was a four hour high. <laughs> We were high for four hours, and then we got uh, Mediterranean food in the loop at the fuck at fucking Vine. Ooh! And I got a chicken shawarma and some lentil soup. You have never tasted better food than when you're high on shrooms. I was like, (laughs) "Oh, bitch, this is delicious." (laughs) Then the shrooms wore off Uh at around five, and I said, "Can we go smoke weed now?" (laughs) And then we smoked weed for like three hours. I was high from 1 p.m. till about 1 a.m. Jesus. Either on shrooms or weed. Wow. <laughs> I had quite the day. We watched Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants at the end of the, <laughs> uh, the end of our evening. I wept like a bitch to that movie. Have you seen tra- Sisterhood I've of the Traveling Pants? I've never seen it, no. Jack. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. You and your lady friend, I know, will watch a rom-com every now and again. Yeah. Put on Sisterhood of Put Traveling on, Pants. Is it on Netflix? It's on Prime, I believe. Okay. If it makes you pay for it, I will Venmo you $4. <laughs> because honestly... Is it good? I was weeping. I cried three separate times watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And then I texted Long Island and I was like, I love you so much. I just appreciate you so much. Like, my... It was crazy. That's wild. <laughs> Shrooms are Jack uh, are Daiquiri Jones approved uh, nice. via the Jack and Daiquiri show. Uh, from there, let's let's get into the show, girls. Yeah, the uh, <sighs> what we're gonna talk about. God save the queen. Yeah, first and foremost, the queen please. is dead. <laughs> we're not making jokes. I'm at least I'm not making jokes. Jack's not making I'm jokes. Not. <laughs> uh, I realized when we started the show, I like yelled it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to give a disclaimer real quick for all the British girls who might be upset about it. I, Daiquiri Jones, first of my name, will be making jokes <laughs> about the Queen of England being dead now. <laughs> so my my thing is, I saw, because you know, everybody gets alerts, and I was like, Queen died. I'm like, okay. And I was like, damn. So I look, first off, she's 96 years old. Old as hell. She's been around forever. She was the Queen for 70 years years mm-hmm. that's insane no ridiculous amount of time that's insane so i'm like okay so you think in 70 years what all has changed right honestly not that much but also so much um so i thought that was kind of cool of yeah. how long she like i guess reigned it's been forever decades yeah but i also and i mean this the most respectful way i don't give a fuck <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the royal family at all. I don't know why as Americans we're so We had a whole war about this. Sure did. Where we like we're like we do not want to be a part of this dictator. I don't know if it's a dictatorship, but it was like this It might as well be. This monarchy and all this stuff, right? Yeah, we had yeah, a yeah. whole war about that mm-hmm. where they was literally the British are coming, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now it's like if you turn on E News, it's literally Prince so and so and his wife are doing this. I'm like, no, it's I don't all day coverage. Give a fuck. Like, they're in England. Like, what does that have to do with now if they played a sport, if they made music, <laughs> you know, if they were 
something like they're not even diplomats. They're just figure figureheads, heads, quite right? Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were any of that, that makes sense. But they're yeah. they're literally just talked about because of who their family is. No, Great Britain has a whole entire running government that has jack shit to do with the Queen of England. I thought she was the fucking like president of England. No, she's not. She no. don't do shit. No. It would be like if we if we care if if the United States treated Oprah like she was like a, a yeah a, a president or like we had like Dwayne the Rock Johnson like right. going around cutting banners and shit yeah like, it's like fucking stupid okay yeah no I'm it sucks you never want to see somebody pass away that is unfortunate and sad um, I know there's a lot of things that her uh, I believe her husband no her son has been caught up in with mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, Trump shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the uh, Jeffrey Epstein shit. Everything. Um, but, I mean, from what I've seen, she seemed unproblematic, I guess. I don't know if she was racist at all. Um, the Obamas... I'll let you know. Yeah, the Obamas seem to have nothing but good words for her, so I kind of trust, you know, them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't really give a fuck about what's going on in England. Sure. Okay, so, now I gotta be Wokey McGee for a second. Um... <laughs> First off, movie coming out soon. I want to thank theaters. Jackson Baudelaire for <laughs> being as kind and diplomatic and compassionate as he was in his analysis just now. You won't get that from me. Ooh. So enjoy that little sweet piece of candy while it lasts because I'm about to throw vinegar in your mouths. Um, Daiquiri Jones is, what was it? Wokey? Wokey McGee. Wokey McGee. So <laughs> I got the news while I was teaching. <laughs> oh, no. I looked at my phone and then I said... Hey, um, I need you guys on a voice level one. I'm going to step out of the classroom real fast. <laughs> I went to the math teacher's classroom and I said, hey, the queen of England just died. <laughs> and then my, and then she fucking uh, pretended like she was crying. <laughs> and I said, God save the queen. <laughs> and then we fell out laughing. And then one of her students stands up and goes, I outlived the queen. I outlived the queen. <laughs> No. I was in tears laughing at that shit today. And I said, girly, she was 96. Of course you outlived her. Like, that's not a feat. So, um, I only have recently checked Twitter because I thought, well, the Queen of England is dead, which means niggers are acting up really bad right now online. They're saying awful things, which is great because I like to laugh at people suffering. So, um, I'm just going to briefly read uh, one of the tweets that I recently retweeted right before we started recording. It says, what's crazy is they don't even have to cremate her for real. Just wrap her in some sheets, <laughs> shake her up a few times, and boom, ashes. That's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I shouldn't be. Who comes up with this shit, man? Black people. I love us. I've seen already like 10 TikToks. It's just like a fire background. And then it's like her dad. I'm like, damn, it's hot, dear. It's not as hot as I thought it would be. And I'm just like, was she really that bad? To answer your question in a short form, yes. So (laughs) here's the thing about the Queen of England. Here's the thing actually about any monarch ever. So with... When we think about institutional racism, <laughs> oh, shit. when we think about capitalism, when we think about colonization, when we think about all the isms and the phobias and the bad shit that we have in, in this country, but also on a global scale, when we think about global anti-blackness, yeah. guess who did it the best? 
Great Britain. Hmm. The Queen of England's punk-ass family for centuries Hmm. have been instrumental in colonizing Africa, stealing resources from the continental Africa, selling slaves por todo lado, which means all over the fucking place. They have been instrumental in making black people part of literal capital. What I mean when I say that is there was a century, there were several centuries worth of time where black people were considered property and we were being, we were being bought and sold yeah. as literal currency. Yeah. That started in Britain. Those niggas over there are evil. The queen and her entire family are awful human beings. Like, awful okay see i and i'll be honest um i always thought because i find when there's african and i know they're not african-american but i when i see black people sure that are like english and they'll have like an english accent i'm like yo that's cool as fuck of course and it i is. always look at it and i'm like at first i thought oh they are in england their families are like english because you know they came over from another country or whatever it was i never once thought and this is kind of just i guess dumb on my part it's not dumb they they're there because they were their families brought over as slaves of course and now they have just grown families over there it's not like oh we escaped so and so that was super bad and we moved oh yeah no like and and even if you get out of britain and go somewhere in africa the reason why motherfuckers in south africa are mostly white a and b speak with British accents uh-huh. is because Great Britain quite literally went in their country, killed everybody, took all their resources and posted the fuck up. That makes this sense. This is global. This that's is the only part of Africa where there is white people. Yes. And even in different countries in Africa, niggas are speaking like whatever the fuck African dialect it is mm-hmm. with British accents. Mm-hmm. There's reasons for this shit. Okay. So for me, first off, I've been waiting on that bitch to die. Like have been <laughs> have been waiting on her to expire. I thought she was over February of this year when they, when they said she got COVID. She got COVID. I yeah. I said, oh, okay, please die, please <laughs> just fall over. And I am that I am that bastard. I am that person who I will actively wish death not on everybody, just on the people who have been instrumental in global racism. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. So, I mean, the diamonds and the jewelry and the scepters that she was wearing are were literally stolen pieces of jewelry from Africa, from the continent of Africa. She, you mentioned Barack Obama. I'm not well liked in a lot of black spaces because I don't fucking like that nigga like that. Because okay. out of all the presidents, Barack Obama has the highest deportation rate of any president of the, in the fucking U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Didn't say shit about Black Lives Matter. Actually, the movement had to start under his coon ass. Like, so, yeah, he was, like, real, like, friendly with the queen. All that indicates to me is that he was an even bigger piece of shit than I thought he was. Because you're right. Him and the queen were like this. The queen and her entire family, except for Meghan Markle, um... Evil, like like Disney villain levels of exploitation, of murder, of like global capitalism. All the like all the shit that I be talking about, and like uh-huh. I'm so anti this, anti that. All of it, damn, all of it starts okay. with Great Britain. Anytime anybody talks about slavery, and they're like, "Oh, I bet it wasn't so bad in Britain." I'm like, "Where do you think we learned to enslave people?" Right, Great Britain. So. In short, fucker. 
<laughs> Hell is hot. <laughs> and I hope that her spirit brought a fan. And I hope to God <laughs> that there are not people who she is responsible for the deaths of down in that bitch with her yeah. because they are having a field day with her currently. See, I just, my thing that I think is so weird about all of it is that there's no way that that family line will never not be in power. It'll, because nope. the, she has kids, her kids will have kids, mm -hmm. their kids will mm -hmm. have kids, and mm -hmm. it will just keep going. But that's so weird to me. So how does it, did it switch over at all ever? What do you mean? Like, has her, like, she was the queen. Was her mom a queen and, like, her grandma, her great-grandma? Like, this yeah, is going yeah. back no, to, it's like, a, George it's a, Washington it's a type whole shit. entire lineage. That's Jesus correct. Now, I don't know Christ. if it's her direct family necessarily. There might have been a switch in play at some point in time. Yeah. But Queen Elizabeth is one person in a very long line of colonizers. Like, she... Shit. The shit in Black Panther... Where Killmonger at the beginning is, is in the museum yeah, yeah. he's looking at the masks and whatever. And he's like, you niggas stole this. He's talking about Britain. Like, he's talking about the, like, literal devastation yeah. that Great Britain has enacted upon not just Africa, the continental Africa, upon South America, upon Asia, upon okay. Australia, upon the motherfucking United States. Like, it's... Now, I got British homies that are totally fine. See, that's my thing, too. I always... I want to go to London so bad. Me, too! Fuck! Um, but I'm always I'm always wondering what it's like for us in mm -hmm. other countries. I've heard, like, Spain, as a black person, don't do it. Like, it's oh, absolutely bad. not. It's mm bad. -mm. Um, I'm trying to think. You can't do a lot Asia of can be bad, depending on where you that's go. That's because they're not used to seeing us. So they're like, yeah. oh, Michael Jordan. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've seen so many videos of Asian people in those countries just taking pictures of black people because mm. it's the first time they've seen one. They're like, oh my God. Yeah. Black. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. But all this shit and like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I sound terrible right now saying that I'm glad that that old bitch is dead. But <laughs> guess what? <laughs> She's responsible for a lot of people the fuck dying. And so is her fuck ass family. And even though they're not like, um, they are still figureheads, right? Like they are, they do not hold like, um, they can't pass laws. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, they influence legislation in that country. They do. They have all, it's always been that way. So, and, and that's honestly, Jack, like an issue with monarchs in general. Yeah. One, no one person should have the right to just rule forever. And then, oh, when you die, we just have to deal with your kid. Mm -hmm. Because you were just here. You know, like monarchs are bad news. They're okay. real bad news bears. So, you know, God couldn't save the queen. And so she's gone now. God couldn't uh, save the queen. <laughs> Hopefully God can save the new one coming in. Whatever old nigga is finna be king. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what. Another white person. I will say God saved Meghan Markle. <laughs> God save my, my half black sister. God save that quadroon. <laughs> God save her. <laughs> uh, the rest of you, keep them. Right. Um, okay. So in the vein of white drama, there's been lots. <laughs> I want to start with Leah Michelle because it's funny. It's funny to laugh at people sometimes. <laughs> and I remember 
from the Glee days, first off, her character was fucking insufferable. And then her castmates, years after the fact, were like, oh, actually, she was racist in real life. Like, she was actually god-awful to be around. Oh. No, Leah Michelle is a piece of shit. So I thought she just couldn't read. <laughs> that was... I, that's like, I didn't know who she was <laughs> until I saw a picture of her, and I was like, okay, that's the girl who can't read. Because I would see, like, tweets like, <laughs> you know... Helen Keller could read and she was blind, but like, you know, and people literally being like, oh, whenever she signs something, it's like just scribbles. Mm -hmm. And whenever she's, you know, doing anything, it'll be like, she won't actually have a pen in her hand. It'll just yes. be like something written. I was like, oh shit. And I, I saw that she doesn't even get really that many roles because she can only work with one director who knows that she can't read and will feed her lines. Yeah, so if you don't know what you're talking about, it's probably because um, most of our audience is black and <laughs> you may or may not be keeping up with white drama. Um, I was raised around white people, so I mean, I have a, <laughs> a vested interest in this Leah Michelle drama. Leah Michelle is, uh, was the lead actress in Glee, which was running for my entire adolescence, um, that TV show that came on Fox about the, the choir kids, whatever. Um, she played Rachel Berry. Rachel Berry was the, like, one in the Glee club who was, like, very theater-ready, like, wanted to be on Broadway and everything. She treated everybody, her character treated everybody like dog shit. And then, um, and so you I- You watched that show? I watched Glee for the first, oh, four seasons. Okay. And then I kind of checked out because it had been on for too long, and I was like, I'm bored. Uh, but mm. I did re-watch- pretty much all of Glee in its entirety with my boyfriend okay. um, when we were living together at McKendree University. So I have now seen the entirety of it. Um, and there's a lot of really fucked up drama about Glee. Like, half of the cast members are, like, dead violently. Either they overdosed or they killed themselves because they found child pornography in their computers and they were about to go to jail for it. Um, oh, yeah. Like, lots of lots of really weird fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. In and amongst all of those things is uh, Leah Michelle, who, um, according to her castmates, according to the people with whom she worked, this is cast members and crew, which means the people who worked cameras and lighting mm -hmm. and different things like that. They say she was the pits to be around. Anti-black, really awful towards any of the uh, production folks, the, gra the, the gaffers, the sound people, anybody. Awful. Um, pouring things on people's heads. Threatening to put fecal matter in people's wigs. All different kinds of just really, really fucked up shit. None of which she's really addressed. Mm -hmm. But all of which we know because her co-stars her co were like, girl, fuck Leah Michelle. So a rumor popped up some months ago on the interwebs that said that Leah Michelle can't read. It was, I believe, a 40-minute long, like, YouTube documentary about how Leah Michelle can't read. Now, is this theory really offensive towards disabled people? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's really, it's really awful. Is it funny? Yeah, it is. It's, it can be both. Some things can be offensive and funny at the exact same fucking time. And this is one of those things. So, the rumor is that she can't read worth a goddamn 
the girls are saying she is at a base level illiterate. So <laughs> Ooh. She has been on a campaign trail for the past couple of months because Leah Michelle um is now the leading actress in a Broadway production called Funny Girl, which is funny because in Glee, she got the same role. Okay. Her character, Rachel Berry, plays the same role that she's finna play in Funny Girl. And honestly, in Glee, and I don't say a lot of good things about Rachel Berry's character, she kind of ate it. Like, okay. she was kind of really good. So we were all like, God damn, like... I know you treated your coworkers like shit, but I might have to get me a ticket to the Broadway production. <laughs> and that's me. Like, I'm really like, I've yeah. never seen a play in my entire life. I want to go see that shit. So, she's been on this campaign trail because she's been promoting the, the play and all these different things, blah, blah. And in amongst it, she's been trying to address the rumors of her alleged illiteracy, okay? <sighs> to no avail. She's done a piss poor job of evading the rumors. Uh -huh. So, First thing she did was a Variety article in which she stated, um, in response to the rumors, I showed up to Glee every day and I said my lines. Now, what's the problem with that? You didn't read them. We don't know that you read that <laughs> shit, girl. Because... Half of being an actor, I feel like, is just memorization. Have I ever been on a TV production? No. Will no. I ever? Probably not in my entire life. Do I know because I was a mass communications major? What it looks like? Absolutely. I know that there are production assistants on sets. I know that the the sound engineers can very easily cut out the pieces off mic where niggas are like, your line is this, Rachel. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. So she goes, well, I showed up to work every day and I knew my lines. Okay. It's like, did you read them though? Did you Did read you look at them? the script that was given? So, that was strike number one. Yeah. Strike number two, she had some video that came out recently where she's reading something, okay? Reading, air quotes, reading something. I don't know. But she has a book in her hand. Yeah. Is what I'll give the, the good doll. She very interestingly has her brunette hair covering one of her ears, mm -hmm. which for me, <laughs> I'm like, she had again, a microphone in there. you can very easily yeah. have an inner earpiece. Yeah. I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah. I watched tour videos of Michael Jackson up there with an inner east with an inner earpiece, and he was talking to production assistants on stage. Yeah. I'm not a dummy. Yeah. And neither are all the gay people who follow Leah Michelle's career. Oh god. Okay. We know better than that. <laughs> We're not dumb. So, she's like, you know, the cat swam on the lake or whatever. You know, whatever the fuck basic ass Dr. Seuss has book she was reading. <laughs> and then she went on Andy Andy Cohen's gay ass program. Andy Cohen's program is called Watch What Happens Live. If you don't know who Andy Cohen is because you're a heterosexual, first off, God bless you because you don't know the torture that we go through. I know he's from St. Louis. That's the only reason I know him. Is he from St. Louis? Yeah, he'll be on. Um, he's been on the stations here a couple of times, and I've seen videos of him like on his show, in like a St. Louis place I didn't will be know like that. him retweeting about him liking Ted Drews and emos and shit like that. 
So Andy Cohen, if you don't know, is a messy white homosexual um, who is like, I feel like the producer or executive producer of a lot of the Real Housewives television programs, mm. which are black led, black women led. So he, he has made his entire career off of being a messy faggot uh, on television and asking questions to black women like, oh, well, I heard NeNe Leakes said this about you in the press. What do you think about that? And then just filming their fucking reaction. He's messy. He's messy. And so Leah Michelle went on Watch What Happens Live. And Leah Michelle goes, you know, there's this really funny rumor that I can't read. People are saying that I can't read. And so I don't know uh, what uh, actress was sitting next to her. But the white actress holds up a card and goes, what does this say? And then, you know what Leah Michelle does? She goes, and like furrows her brow, fumbles over her words, and we don't know that she can read the shit. I don't think she can if she couldn't read a sentence that quick. Jack, like at what point is this not a joke anymore? Like, we're not trying to be funny. <laughs> like, so, first off, do you think Leah Michelle can read? <laughs> From the videos that I've seen, and it's a very small sample size, and from the other videos I've seen of people talking about her, I don't think she can. <laughs> I don't. Because here's the, here's the thing. She's a grown-ass adult, right? That's right. She don't think that she could just put a video of her on Instagram right now literally with a book that's and read two sentences out of that motherfucker. I mean, and we're not asking you to read like Aesop's fables, girl. Like you can read the cat in the hat, go get a magazine and literally read an article about yourself. Like here's what I would, this do. is real easy to shut down. Here's my thing. As someone who like, if you said something bad about me, like if we had like hate <laughs> mail, do you remember this is a couple years back, but they said Floyd Mayweather couldn't read either. Yeah, I remember that, and that was funny, too. That was funny, too, because 50 Cent was acting up really bad on Instagram yeah. and was doing all kinds of memes. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't, I don't remember if they ever had him actually read. We don't know. Read. I, the jury's still out on that. Yeah. As someone who I actually quite enjoy when shit is talked about me because I'll just turn it into something, uh -huh. like when that one situation happened and I had to remind certain people that they couldn't afford cocoa butter. Um, <laughs> oh, the good old days. Right. So <laughs> I kind of feel like if there was a rumor that said that Zachary, Zachary Jones couldn't read, I would play into it. I would fully post a oh. video of myself, fully post a video of myself. Do the opposite of what everybody thinks. I would just start reading Awfully. I would just really, I would just act so stupid. You would be for certain that I couldn't the fuck read. Because guess what? I'm illiterate and I still make more money than you. So now what happens? Fact. Like Leah Michelle is so focused on trying to dispel the rumors. Why, do, why would you dispel them? If you are actually illiterate, guess what? You still have more money than I will ever have in my entire life. And you did that. You got that money whilst being illiterate. Which means no shade. I can make a case against not reading now. I'm like, damn, I've been reading my entire fucking life. <laughs> Ain't got me shit. I only make $50,000 a year. Goddamn, what's not doing shit for me? I wish I knew how to unlearn how, to, how, how the fuck to read. Right. right? 
So she's doing a piss poor job addressing and or dodging the rumors. Yeah. Because it's just like, girl, whether or not you can read is irrelevant. You should either be ignoring it entirely because they're just internet rumors. Yeah. Or play into them. Are you stupid? She doesn't know how to internet very well. I'm like, you obviously did not go to the Lil Nas X school of trolling niggas. <laughs> if niggas had said that Lil Nas X couldn't read, come on. His next music he video. A song about it. Come on, dog. Yeah. You niggas talked about him being gay and then he got but bucket naked and twerked on the devil. <laughs> I'm not in a lace front wig. You niggas don't know how to play. Like, everything is so serious. Everything, oh my God, dude, fucking. Who gives a motherfucker? Yeah. yeah. So, whether or not she can read, first off, we know she's racist. Second off, I still want to see the play. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, girl. Um, okay, honestly, as in terms of like things to bring up for the show, I don't really have anything else. Was there anything else that you had in your brain that you wanted to bring up? Not that I can think of. Um, like, I don't have a whole lot. Yeah, no, I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a slower week, but, you know. Any music shit that came out? I haven't seen a lot of people dragging DJ Khaled lately. Why? Just because I think everybody's kind of tired of the whole, like, I, I guess he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> um, That turned quickly. Um, it did. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, fine. like, DJ Khaled is just like, like, I saw a video of him, and they were like, so how'd you come up with... Your album, and he's still doing the same shit he was doing in like 2014, where he's like, "No one believed in me. I was down and out. I was struggling." And then he's like, "And I'm like, bro, like, you said you were struggling in 2014, and dog on the back of a jet ski in come Miami. On, come like, on. your life isn't that hard. We like, the best music. He's got a Cash Money cosign. Like, your life isn't that. Why are you hard? lying? Like, you had a Drake." Feature and a Rick Ross feature on the same song. And a Lil Wayne co-sign early. What are you talking? Early. Like when no. Wayne was the rapper. And Khaled really irks me because like, I feel like especially after uh, Tyler the Creator's album did better than his. Oh, I love watching that Tyler the Creator no, talking about so him. so funny. Tyler was talking cash money shit. Yeah, he went off. So I don't I don't particularly know I, I know that I find him to be irritating. Like I know I find DJ Khaled to be annoying. I think he's just he's a cornball. I find him to be incredibly corny. Yeah. Um I also this is gonna sound awful. I do not find him to be particularly talented. See, and that's what well and that's where I guess you can bring in like the question of if he is talented because there's so many people that do the same thing he does, like Calvin Harris sure. and fucking like, it's like Diplo, one of them. And Skrillex. Yeah. They don't make music. They just invite people to be on a song. And then I don't even know if they make the beats. If they like, I don't know if DJ Khaled's making all of his own beats. That's the thing with Khaled is I literally don't know. I at least know with Calvin Harris, I have watched him make songs. Before. Okay, so yeah. So I at least know on some on at some aspect, Calvin Harris is doing some kind of production yeah. stuff. 
Khaled, I'm like, all you do is yell your name on a record and then you let everybody else. I've never heard him rap. I don't think. And it's no shade. He's not supposed to be a rapper. His name is DJ Khaled. I don't expect him to be a rapper, but... But why not be like fucking DJ Drama? DJ Drama literally would just be like DJ Drama. But he would make the beats. I don't... And make, you know, his... Like, Khaled's music is just so bled to me. Like, it's so, like, I can take this or leave this. It's very much he only makes songs, I, I guess you could say, with... And for people who like Drake, Lil Baby, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, Migos. Yeah. Like he only works with the top names. You don't yes. see him work with Jay-Z. Like, but that's because he's like friend. And that's the thing. He's like, oh, I was down and out. You you personally know Jay-Z. You go to Jay-Z's house. You per- right. You personally know And Diddy. I think he has like, because him and, yeah, yeah. So he does. No, maybe not. Maybe not. I really don't know. Like. It, he's confusing to me just because I'm like, I don't understand the appeal. I've never heard anybody say that they like DJ. Like, if you ask him about, oh, who are your favorite artists? <laughs> I've DJ never heard Khaled. niggas say, he's <laughs> never been in the top 25. Never been no. in the top 50 before. No. So I'm like, what is this thing about Khaled where he feels, because even though nobody talks about him, he still is paid. He still, yeah. He still makes records and stuff like that. I mean, like he makes a good song. He keeps a radio hit. And yeah. like, I don't, like the thing about Khaled is I just ignore him because I don't care. Yeah, but no. it's not like I get on Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, I fucking hate DJ Khaled. I just don't give a shit about we're not, him. We're not staying up till midnight for that DJ Khaled album to drop. Nobody <laughs> is like, oh my God, I can't wait till the new DJ Khaled album drops. Except him. Except <laughs> Oh my god! I used I'm not even gonna lie. Back in like, I guess end of high school, like early college, when he Uh first started doing the whole social media, like everything. I was like, this dude's hilarious. I found him to be really interesting, and it was very entertaining. Yes, but after like, I'll say four or five months, I was like, dude, this is old now. It's the same. Like, it's like we get it, man. You're rich, and the nigga's like 45 years old, and he all he does is yell. Like I'm like. He's he's annoying. Um, yeah. Did you watch the VMAs? VMAs. They were last Sunday. I did not. I watched um like snip like I saw Nicki Minaj won the like big award. The for, video Vanguard. Yeah, like the old person who's now like a legend. Not not saying she's old, but I'm saying like her music. She's been in the game for a minute for so quite now. some time. Yeah. 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 So I I saw like a clip of that. Um, I didn't watch it. I no. watched Nicki Minaj perform, <laughs> and that like I only and I I didn't see that until the next day. Yeah, like, I, I saw on Twitter and I was like, oh okay. I saw an old clip of Britney Spears, and it was like Michael Jackson's birthday. And uh-huh. It was the awards, and he came out and did a whole speech about receiving an award that did not exist. But they just let him go, and because she, she like said something about most something and he was like i'm so glad to be receiving he, he grabs a random thing like off stage and like holds it like a oh my god like a trophy and i haven't I was like, seen this oh that's a little weird <laughs> but um yeah bro honestly i think i'm too old for that shit. i am too I'm i don't really out. care about like the vmas mm-hmm. i don't really care about like even like mtv shows it's just it's the same even catfish for me is like 
Oh, Catfish died a long time ago. I Catfish can't is... watch it. Jersey Shore, like, I see videos of people literally being like, I'm at the Jersey Shore house. And I'm like, I have no interest in going there. I have a day job, my nigga. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't have the time. I uh, I definitely think that I'm too old for it. Um, and I, I still keep up with a couple of the folks who are doing things. So, like... You know, Chloe Bailey, who is quite talented and, and quite beautiful. The Little Mermaid? That's Hallie. Oh, okay. Chloe is her sister. Which one's dating Gunna? Chloe. Okay. Chloe's dope. She could be more talented, but that's fine. Whatever. Normani is another one that I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. The <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo's of the world, like, whatever. I am aging out, and so things that happen now, like, I had to find out the VMAs were happening, like, the day they were happening, mm -hmm. and I used to stay up. Like, I used to be like, oh, my God, Mom, like, I need the TV this evening because VMAs come on at 8 o'clock. Same for, like, BET Awards. BET Awards, same thing. I don't give a... F the BET Awards is literally an eight-hour award show. I don't give a shit. And niggas would sit around their TVs as a family and watch that shit. You get to rap in the beginning, comedy, mm -hmm. church for about an hour. That's right. Back to the big rappers, mm -hmm. and, you know, and then end it off with the biggest song out. That's right. Whatever. Now it's just like, oh, do you want to watch Little Pete perform with Tamala Mann? <laughs> Could you imagine that shit? I would kill myself. Like, <laughs> Wait, is, is little yeah, that's little, little peep is Gucci man, Gucci man, Gucci man. Yeah, oh, no, that's little pump. Oh, I myself like Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Little pump is Gucci Take gang. Take me to the king. <laughs> like, you imagine those at the same stage? Bring me some Gucci. <laughs> And, and Donnie McClurkin like, yes! <laughs> That's all that nigga do. Any award show, he'd be like, ah! <laughs> you remember that shit? This nigga's mouth is always open, bro. Oh my God. He got a bald head. I can see that nigga right now. He'd be I've like, never ah! heard a Donnie McClurkin impression. <laughs> that is the BET Awards. Monique oh would come out God. say some funny shit, you know. About skinny women. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, it'll be some random athlete who's black. And it'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here at the B2. We're like, nigga, no, you're no, not. No, you're not. You're getting a chance. Yeah, Don't stop it. Oh, my God. No, so we are getting old. Yeah. Um, and see, that's an interesting thing, too, because I realize I'm like, my music taste. Like, I'm like, there's no point listening to the radio, honestly. Nope anymore i was mm. i listened to the radio on the way here and i heard some random rap song and i was like i have no idea who this is nope this beat is trash and i hate what you're doing with the rapping thing it was all terrible i'm like okay i'm just gonna play music off my phone there's there's no reason to listen to the radio i believe that first off whatever music that you were listening to whenever you were first falling in love or whatever, mm -hmm. whenever you're first really hanging out with your street rat ass friends yep. and doing hoodlum behavior, that's the music that you think is tops, number one. Number two, I think that by the time you're 25, you're done with like new music. Oh yeah. You're done. It's like, doesn't matter because then you start seeing people like do new shit, like mm -hmm. new shit that's like based on the shit that you came up listening to anyway. So Like Migos, like, I don't, I loved Migos when they first when they were like actually like recording in their house. No, they were hot. Loved Migos. Their first album, great. I was mm -hmm. like, okay. Second one, not bad. It was Pretty fine. The newest one they have now, it's not even new. I was like, Keeper. There's one song on mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And it was just more of the same stuff. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. But like, where was I going with it? Just yeah, I think you age out of shit. Like I was like, you know, at 21. 
or I guess 18, Migos is a shit. But now at yep. 27, I'm like, yeah, over it. I don't think I'm I'm too old for this. I think there are, I'll try to name seven artists that if they release music today, I would lose my shit. Okay. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Duh. I would start crying right now. <laughs> if, if I looked at my phone, and I still have uh, notifications turned on for like fan accounts of his, uh-huh. just in case he drops something and I don't I know. I cannot wait for the next time I'm in New York, or one of the times I'm in New York, and I will literally just be walking down the street, and I'll see Frank Ocean like walk by, and I'll be like, hey, my friend loves you, man. Can we get a picture? And he'll be like, sure. Or he'll be like, nah. He's going to tell you no directly. And I'll be like, okay. But then I'll take a picture of him. And right. Like, and send it to me. I just saw it. And you would literally be like, no, no. I would I'm on my way. myself. <laughs> Keep him there. Keep him there. I'm on the next flight. <laughs> Fucking Frank, Beyonce, Rihanna. Mm. Kendrick can do it. We can try one more time. I, I'll, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, you get a mulligan for that one. That's fine. Um, that one's grown on me, honestly. I actually find you listening to that like semi frequently. Like if we're in the car together, I do find you listening to that album a little bit more these days. Yes, he put out a music video for fucking. Um, I saw that. we cry together. Yeah, which I, I saw actually that. found so cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're doing it differently because they're not doing the. St- it's not the studio recording of uh-huh. the song. They're just reciting the lines out loud. Yeah, and it just sounds like they're in an apartment. See, I. It's funny you bring up Kendrick because. I will never again. We get one chance at life, right? Oh. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. I've missed Travis Scott Astro World. Oh God! I missed two Drake concerts when they've come to the city. I've missed Kendrick now twice. I missed J Cole with Force Hills. Um, I'm not skipping concerts anymore. My new like. Outlook on tickets, You're going. concerts, games. I'm going. The money Down. can always come back. I agree. The experiences can't. I've seen so many fucking videos of the Kendrick concert. And I'm like, this thing looks fucking unreal. And everybody's like, how's he going to tour? Me and you were talking about, how's he going to tour this album? Mm-hmm. And he fucking did it. And it was like, oh, damn. Yeah. People have been really showing up for those K Dot concerts, and I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that actually does look pretty cool. Like, I'm not missing another one, and it, it could, it might be a terrible one. It could, I don't know. It's about and the experience, though. Yeah, and it, what sucks about where we live is that it really is hit or miss. You mm-hmm. might get that person to come here, or they literally might be like, yeah, just Chicago or just Kansas. Kansas City, City is the other one too. Yeah, it's so, a we live in. A, I mean, it's a flyover area, but I also feel like. Uh, I feel like people hear St. Louis and think that they're going to get murdered out here. And I'm like, but niggas don't hear that when they think LA, New York, come on, New Orleans, but also there's Dallas, there's more money to be made in these places. These places are are, are bigger than St. Louis, which is fine or whatever. But I mean, I actually really agree. Like go see your folks. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not missing another one. We're just going to, cause even I want to see Chris Brown live that, that is who I really want to see in concert because his concerts look ridiculous. <laughs> and he makes four-hour albums, so his concerts are like a like whole day. Be, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the Chris Brown concert. What time does it start? Oh, 8 a.m. Yeah, I'll be done at 10.30 that night. <laughs> I, him and Lil Baby were in St. Louis not over the summer. Oh, I and I that. talked to Shorty, and I was like, do you want to go? And she was like, 
tickets are really expensive. And I was like, yeah, you know, like for a, a lawn seat was like not a hundred bucks. It might've been like 80 bucks, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah, to be standing in the grass with a bunch of random motherfuckers. I don't know if I want to do that for $8. Honestly, as a like, I go to concerts, I used to go to concerts pretty frequently, like during mm-hmm. the first part of the pandemic. Um, I No, pre-pandemic rather. <laughs> not first part. I'm like, shit was closed down. Pre-pandemic. It was March 14th. Right. I was outside. I was still outside. <laughs> still outside. Nigga, still outside. <laughs> no. Pre-pandemic, I was going to concerts pretty heavy. Hozier, Lord. Um, oh, okay. No Name Twice. Okay. Childish Gambino. Ooh, see, I'd like to see him in concert. Glorious too. concert. Yeah. Got my whole entire life. I will pay for front row seats. I don't and see, I heard that's fuck. kind of a good idea to do. Just just spend the money. It is. Like, I'm a grown-ass nigga. Yeah. I'm not about to go and see the person that I, whose album I've been listening to for a whole 365 so I could sit in the nosebleeds for $30 and look at the <laughs> Jumbotron. For that amount of money, I might as well keep it, and stay, stay at home, home. Yeah. wait until you niggas post it on YouTube, watch it on my TV screen. I was front row at Gambino. That was a religious experience. Um, was front row at No Name both times. Front row at Raven Linnae. Front row Janelle Monet. Oh, had pretty decent seats watching Hozier's white ass. Mm-hmm. Um, get the fucking go go the extra. And see, I would I would go to concerts, but I just don't. Honestly, I think in my whole life, I've been to maybe three, maybe four concerts. Mm-hmm. As a kid, we'd do a, like, Illinois, like, state fair. Yeah. Where yeah. a lot of my early ones, like, I saw, like, fucking Lil Bow Wow in concert. Mm-hmm. But we watched it from, like, way out. My mom's like, you like this song? And I'm like, I can't see shit. And I can barely hear them, so. Yeah. But, like, I've seen, my most recent concert was, oh, this had to be, like, 2014, 15. Mm-hmm. And we went and saw Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I love Wiz. Wiz it was Wiz Khalifa and Fall Out Boy. Oh, yeah. It was dope. We honestly, we ended up, we were way far back, but then we got super close some kind of way. And Fallout Boy, like, and for all, all the niggas that listen to this who don't know who Fallout Boy is, <laughs> they're a bunch of white boys that make some pretty good songs that y'all probably know. You know um, you know who Fallout Boy is. Yeah. But, like, all them niggas, like, walked right past me, like, hey, what's up? What's up? And I was like, oh, shit, what's up? Holy that shit was shit. insane because I have friends that I came with, of course, my white friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who we go with, who are like actual fans, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Pete oh, Wentz walked is... by, and I'm like, oh, it's good, bro. He's like, what's up? You just like, and I, to me, I'm just like, oh, what's up? Like, is a, is a, a nigga talking to me? I'm gonna say, what's right, up? Right, right. They were like, you should have got a picture. I was like, oh, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know the nigga was first. I didn't know the nigga was gonna walk right by me and say, yeah. what's up? But yeah, I'm I'm going the next time there's concerts. Drake, I have to see before I die, and I don't want to see Drake. When he's Honestly, like never 80. mind. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Honestly, never mind. No, like when he's doing like a Vegas residency. Oh, it's yeah, no, like, cool. Oh, I'm not trying to see that shit. No, I'm cool. Like, I missed out on fucking like um, Elton John. Mm. He's not touring, doing nothing oh, no yeah, more. No, he's done. He's done. I'm like, he's damn, done. I should have did that one. That one would have been cool. Gambino was interesting because at a certain, like halfway through the show, he, uh, he was like, oh, like, I want you guys to make some noise. And I guess he was like, oh, we weren't getting loud enough. So he, he walks off the stage or whatever, but the camera follows him the entire time. He walks off stage, goes backstage, leaves the arena, comes back, 
and then is standing in my row singing a song at me. <laughs> oh, shit. Religious experience. Which song? Oh, it was one of the ones off of fucking Awaken My Love. Terrified, I believe it was. Oh, shit. Um, That's cool. I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> Craziness. Also, Gambino is very sexy in person. Very sexy in person. Did that entire concert without his shirt off. I, without his shirt <laughs> on. I was like, oh, wow. Definitely go to concerts. Live your life. Experience your things. Because, yes. you know, it'll be. You know, we don't know how much longer we have United States for. Um... <laughs> Okay, now it's time for Jack and Daiquiri reviews, or at the bar. Um, I'll go first. This was dog shit. I'll never make it again. Um, I'm going to be nice about it. Well, I can't be nice now because I already said it was dog shit. Um, this is from my Black uh, Black Foods cookbook um, that I got from a friend of mine uh, a couple months back. I'm going to give credit to the person who's like credited with this fucking drink. Um, it's a Vermouth Spritz by uh, Stephen Satterfield. Um, and again, it's out of a book. I believe it's literally just called Black Foods. Um, it's a very simplistic little cocktail. It's legitimately three ingredients. Uh, vermouth, lime juice, uh, and sparkling water. It smells like <laughs> sparkling apple juice. It tastes like throw up. <laughs> it tastes like <laughs> It tastes like vomit. Um, I like a sweet drink. Uh, I got a very dry wine. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm cool. <laughs> she gets two daiquiris out of five. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I took one sip and that was enough for me. Yeah. I haven't seen you drink a yeah. lick of it since then. Um, it just, it smelled good. Yes, it does smell good. It was, it was cold. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But it, it was it was not very good. No, and it's not. By the way, you're he's not critiquing my no. I'm not critiquing cocktail making him. skills. It's, I'm that bitch. But <laughs> I think also mine. I don't really drink wine like that. Me neither. And I've been I've seen videos and like people, and I'm like, maybe I need to start trying to like get into like because I'm a, honestly I'm afraid to drink re like red wine. Why? There's something about it, man. There's just something about. It. I'm like. Mm, that's not right. There's something about like I don't I can't see. This is so nondescript right now. What's the problem with red wine? I don't know. Ever since I was a little kid, like my mom would and like you know all her friends, they they would come over and like we'd have like you know kickbacks and shit, and they'd always be drinking red wine. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, there's something off about that shit. I don't know what it is, mm. and I've never tried it. I cannot. I could love oh, it. Oh, you've never had red wine before. I'm afraid of it. So. Here's what I'll say. First off, growing up, I felt, once I got to be 21 years old and started drinking, I felt like I was lied to about the quality of alcohol because I legitimately thought beer tasted like apple juice because it looked like it. <laughs> I thought... That's nice. I thought it either was going to taste like apple juice or root beer, mm -hmm. which I adore. And then I thought wine was going to taste like grape juice. It don't. You have That's to get, that church influence. You have to get a sweet, like, Concord grape wine uh -huh. for it to be sweet. Now, there are some good sweet wines. I, I, From time to time, I'll enjoy one. 
I'm not a wine girl. I'm really, really not. I make cocktails on the show now because it's something that we do. And honestly, I just enjoy making cocktails. Yeah. And I'm okay with making something once and being like, oh, okay, great. I hate it. Never making it again. Um, Because I got, listen, now that we're doing the cocktail shit. And again, I say it's at the end of every episode now. Let us know what the fuck cocktail you want me to make because I'm with the fuck whatever. Yeah. We're going to get 10 to 15 episodes into this new format of the show and I'm about to make one of them drinks that requires you to beat an egg first and put it in a smooth <laughs> in a, put it in a blender. Like I'm about to get really fancy with shit. I'm going to get wine glasses and all. But this she didn't give me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't give nothing. <laughs> Nice um, try. Yeah, you know. Shout out to effort. Cookbook. Shout out to black people making yeah. things, you know. Um, the the couple, for the next couple of weeks, I am going to be making, there's a whole chapter just with cocktails uh, That's cool. in the black, so I'll be making all of that shit. Okay. And then in a couple of weeks after that, we'll do video game cocktails. Because <laughs> um, I'm a nerd. So um, with that, the lights are going up, the bar is closing. We do have to go home. Uh, we thank you for joining us on another episode of the Jack and Daiquiri Show. Um, we hope that next next time you join us, we'll have more rounds on you. Um, God save the queen. Everybody be safe. Have a good one. See you next time.